Listener Production. Why evidence we're spending less at the shops helped our share market. And tech stocks saw once again. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. And I'm Laura. It's Friday the 26th of May. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, happy Friday, Laura. Happy Friday to you too, Stevie. We finally made it. It's been a long week. It has Let been. Let me tell you, I'm glad... We've reached the end of this week. I am too. And I think it's an appropriate way to finish as well because we had four days of losses, Monday to Thursday, not great. But then finally, we've managed to put together at least a a modest improvement. You know, I'm very happy about it, Stevie. You know, I love when the market lifts. But if we look at it just as today, yes, we did pretty well. We lifted by about a quarter of 1%. We started the day off fairly cautious, even though US markets did pretty well last night. We usually lead off what US markets do, and today didn't seem to be the case. We actually were off to quite a dull start. We were down by about a tenth of 1%. But then after we heard about the retail trade figures, our market started lifting and we ended up by about a quarter of 1%. And it's clear if we look at a chart of how the market did today, you're exactly right at around 11.30 a.m. Sydney time, which is when this data was released. It was probably the most closely watched thing all week for us here in Australia. Very important for what might happen to interest rates. It was weaker than expected. And that's what markets were looking for. They were looking for more evidence that the Aussie economy is slowing, which perhaps at first glance doesn't make sense that when the economy is maybe not doing (laughs) that well, the share market is going to actually head higher, but that's exactly what we saw. So retail spending in April was completely flat. Most economists and analysts were expecting growth of about a third of 1%. It's actually quite a big miss. So that's just more evidence that consumers in Australia are cutting back on their spending following the 11 rate hikes we've had over the past year. We had the first fall in food retailing in more than a year as well. And that really contrasts to what we saw last time. So we saw that lifting hugely in March and then now it's actually contracted. Exactly. And this adds to last week's surprise lift in unemployment and subdued wages growth as well. So it's all telling kind of the same story that all the rate hikes we've had are starting to have an impact on the market, more and on the economy rather, more and more on consumers. They're doing it tough. And this is exactly what the RBA wants to see. It wants to see things slowing down a little, that consumers are starting to rein in their spending. That's kind of all they can do. They can raise rates. They can help that reduce demand, which means people are more cautious with their money. And that in turn, hopefully brings inflation down. That's really what it comes down to. And that's why next week's inflation report on Wednesday is going to be the final piece of the puzzle. So the chances of a rate hike in early June at the moment very Seems, low. Seemed quite low, unlikely. Ahead of this data today, there was about a 3% chance there'd be a rate hike. So that just shows you how unlikely it was going to be. This means that the inflation report next Wednesday would probably need to be pretty strong and surprise most to have markets talking about a rate hike in a couple of weeks' time. And at the moment, CBA is giving it a 90% chance of no change and just a 10% chance that it will lift by about 25 basis points. So we had a quarter of a percent lift on the Aussie share market today. So a decent improvement. Still ended up being one of our worst weeks of the year. Unfortunately, we didn't yes. do particularly well and in we're still two. down in May. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. We ended two weeks of gains. We could have had a third week, but we didn't quite get there. 
you, we can't get everything we want, um, no. I think, unfortunately. No. So if we look at sectors today, mm-hmm. we had more than half of our sectors lifting tech, the standout. Once again, we saw the rally in US tech stocks overnight. So NVIDIA came out with their results. It was pretty good. And their forecasts were monstrous, you might say. Well, their share price rose about 25%. And in particular, when it comes to everything AI. So the AI boom seems to be the reason why they think profits could grow so much in coming months. And that just seemed to flow through to tech stocks as they did yesterday. So stocks like Megaport, Brainchip, Next, Ultium, Apex, they all seem to, to lift today. They were all on today's winners list. And we also had a rebound in banks and miners. They fell pretty heavily yesterday. They were down about 2%. Miners lifted by about 1% today. So it was a good comeback. And if we look over the week, miners were still the worst. So today's lifts didn't quite get them there. And also we saw, you know, commodity prices falling, iron ore and gold falling for, for most of the week. And that could be why we saw our miners falling. Retailers were the second worst. But in terms of the best, we had tech, of course, as the standout by far. And then the energy sector also lifted on the back of higher oil prices during the week. Yeah, and the miners deserve a mention because you're right, they improved today. Uh, we had some you know, solid improvements coming through between 1% for the likes of BHP, 2% for Rio, roughly 3% for Fortescue Metals. They're the three largest miners on the Australian share market, but it follows five consecutive days of declines for the resource space. And those three miners all hit their lowest levels in six months yesterday. And they're between 15 and 20% below the peaks that they hit in January and also Feb. So lots at play. We've been talking a lot about China's muted post-COVID economic recovery, but concerns of slower growth around the world, concerns of the debt ceiling problem in the US and a stronger US dollar as well, which really hasn't been higher against the Aussie dollar all year. So when the US dollar rises, that tends to be a negative for commodities and in turn our miners as well. That's right. But we did see a slight recovery in the Aussie dollar today. Yes, exactly. A slight so, recovery yep. from yesterday's mm-hmm. lows. It, it hit six-month lows in the past couple of days, and it showed a slight recovery as, as everything else was sort of coming back. But if we look at today's individual stocks, we had Hum, which is another buy now, pay later company. They took a hit today. They fell by over 8% after announcing that ASIC, which is the Australian Securities and Investment Commission. So they're basically the regulator for financial markets. So we here at Comsec are are regulated by ASIC as well. And ASIC gave them a stop order because they have concerns about their target market determination. So they've got this stop order, which prevents them from signing up new customers and they can continue with their existing customers until they get that sorted with ASIC. Fisher & Paykel was another stock that um, was in focus today. It fell by roughly 6% for most of the day. So it handed down some profit results. Profits were down 34% over the year. And this is the, you know, the sale of equipment to hospitals was part of the reason for that, more than half. So Fisher & Paykel Healthcare was making quite a bit of cash during the pandemic because it was selling things like respiratory humidifiers and support devices. So it was selling products to help people who were suffering most from COVID in hospitals. And obviously that's not really much of a concern as much as it was back then anymore. So that is one of the key reasons why profits have gone backwards and so have their share price. We also heard from Latitude today. So this is the company where back in March, their systems got hacked. 8 million driver's license were stolen, 53 passports, among other 
customer information. So that really impacted their company. So basically they had around five weeks where they weren't processing anything or were severely restricted in their operations. And because of all of this, they lost money, had higher credit losses and increased costs in the half year. And as a result of that cyber attack. So these costs will be to the effect of $53 million, the company said. In effect, it expects its half yearly loss to be around 95 to $105 million and a loss in the full year as well. And obviously a cyber attack can affect a, a company moving forward as well for an extended period. You know, new customers might find yeah. it more difficult to sign up, for example. So it obviously makes things uh, challenging for, for any company. It definitely wasn't only Latitude, though. We did see a lot of cyber attacks around that time among other companies as well. So there just seems to be a spike in that. There were plenty. Medibank was another. Another big one. Yep, exactly. So and were there any other stocks that, that caught your eye? We also had CSR. They were down over 5% after trading X dividends. So any eligible customers will get a 20 cent dividend paid in early July. Exactly. So let's look forward, Laura. It's going to be a busy night and quite an interesting week ahead as well. It's always an interesting week on the share market, it seems. It's never a dull day. It is, and it's Friday night, and that means inflation data out of the the United States. So that's very exciting for for some. (laughs) Very important for markets as well, because again, every time we get inflation in most major countries, but particularly in the U.S., that could certainly move markets in a pretty big way. So tonight's inflation report is, as we discussed in the past, the the favoured piece of data on inflation for, <laughs> I think, Ryan in our team and oh, Craig, yeah, Craig the James. Oh, yeah, PCE deflator. The PCE deflator. But, yes, but his also... favourite term. <laughs> but also for the Federal Reserve, in, the, the US Central Bank. Almost as importantly, the Federal Reserve also watches this very, very closely. So <laughs> As important as Ryan. But yes, exactly. So this will be out an hour ahead of the US share market open. So that's why you've got all the, the session to, to see markets respond to this. And then, of course, you've got the debt ceiling. That's going to be another very big yes. thing to, to watch. So our market's going to be driven even before it's opened. It is. And what is going to make this quite interesting, Laura, is that Monday is a public holiday, which means there's one less day for the US government to basically negotiate this. So this is going to be really, really important for for markets. The positive here is that there are signs of progress being made with representatives from both sides of politics. They've said in the past day that they're basically moving a step closer to reaching agreement that the list of issues dividing the two camps have been growing shorter, but they're running out of time. You'd hope so. They've got less than a week to go. They've been saying this a little, haven't they, that they're heading in the right direction. There was also some comments from Biden today that we all agree there will be no default. If they know that, why can't they just get the show on the road? Well, this is going to continue probably for a couple more days. It's easy, right? Politics. You just make a decision. (laughs) It doesn't seem to be that easy. It doesn't. Uh, in anything. For some reason. Yeah, I exactly. think they should just be like, yeah, look, we'll up it. Exactly. But Wednesday is probably going to be the, the key day for this. And from now through to then, there needs to be a deal that is reached. And each day that we get headlines globally saying things like, no deal on the table yet, or you know, Republicans and Democrats have walked yep. out of meetings and they haven't reached anything. Bloodbath in the share that, market could potentially be a negative for for markets in the early part of next week. There's plenty to look out for next week as well in terms of economic data. So if you look at Australia, the spotlight will be on 
April's inflation reading coming out on Wednesday, as you mentioned already, Stevie. That's the last piece of the puzzle before we get the interest rate decision, which will be on the 6th of June. So just over a week away. So that will be an interesting one there. And then over in the US... Yeah, there'll be a, a few things to watch. Um, the jobs report will probably be the the big one right at the end of the week. That's always one of the key things for how the US economy is faring. So again, the stronger jobs growth is there. Probably the worst it's going to be for markets right in the tail end of the week in the US. But also here in Australia, we've got the RBA boss delivering a testimony, which he doesn't do that often. So any comments about interest rates here about inflation will be important. This is going to be on Wednesday as well. So the same day that those inflation stats are out and he's already had plenty of updates, I guess, in the past couple of weeks on things like wages and unemployment and spending that we had today as well. We'll also have some data out of China on their manufacturing and their PMIs, purchasing managing surveys, which we saw over here in Australia and the US. So we'll get it out of China next week. So those ones will be one to keep an eye on as well. It certainly will be, especially because of what we've seen from our mining stocks. So as I said, gain today, but five days of losses, six month lows for major players as well in the past couple of days. And this really is centered around China and how it's doing. So Any negative news out of China showing that things are slowing further, that could put additional weight on commodities and also our miners as well. So lots to keep our investors busy over the coming days. Over the weekend, maybe you can wake up on Saturday morning, see what happened with the inflation data out of the US, you know, read read that sort of information as soon as you open your eyes, if that's what tickles your fancy. Exactly right. Otherwise, don't and enjoy your weekend. <laughs> and we'll be back on Monday to uh, to talk with you about it again. We'll speak to you guys again next week. See ya. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.